Welcome to another episode of My Hope is Built On with your hosts, David and Dan Ziegler, a show about real people with real stories answering the question, what is your hope built on? May this week's episode bring you some hope. Well, welcome back to another episode of My Hope is Built On. This is Dan and David Ziegler, and we're back to just share with you um, the next step in the podcast or the next episode of the podcast. Uh, I think David mentioned it, uh, to me earlier. He says this is actually our first podcast because the first, the other yep. one was an intro. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, this will say episode one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so anyways, um, one of the biggest things is that uh, we said is that we're going to start interviewing folks. And David and I had talked about us being uh, the next two up before yeah. we bring on our live guest. And um, uh, David's going to go first this week. So um, I'm going to get the opportunity of interviewing David and I'm looking forward to that. Um, but David, I think one of the first things that we're going to always ask and share is, you know, what is your name? And, uh, you know, again, what do you do? Tell us a little bit about yourself, how old you are, uh, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, like you said, I'm David, I'm 26 and I live here in Newburgh, Oregon. Um, I moved up here the week after or the weekend before Thanksgiving of 2019. Um, I am an electrician uh, with IBW and I transferred my apprenticeship up here because I chased after the girl that I fell in love with that I met at um, my now brother-in-law's wedding. And um, I met her in September of 2018 and you know, she wasn't on board with the whole thing for like four months, but that's okay. I talked some sense into her and finally, uh, <laughs> finally, uh, you know, we started dating and, um, we fell in love pretty quick. Well, I fell in love pretty quick and then she got on board and fell in love. And, um, yeah, I ended up moving up here. Um, we, so we dated long distance for like 11 months and, or 10 months, something like that. And then I, as soon as I moved up here on Thanksgiving of 2019, I proposed and uh, in front of all of our family and she said, yes, and it was awesome. <laughs> and uh, so that brought me up here. Um, we, like I said, we now live in Newburgh, Oregon. Um, and that is the, the town where George Fox university is at. And we actually host a young adults group, started a young adults group called Learn Community Group, which stands for Love Your Neighbor. And uh, we do that on Monday nights. And we actually have a bunch of uh, Fox students that come over. Um, and we started with about six last October. Um, and now we operate about, not operate, but have about 16, um, 16 people that come, 16 college students that come every week. And Man, what an encouragement that is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. We um, we just bought a house, so we'll be moving here soon in the same uh, same town. And feel very blessed, and life's been pretty good for us. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, and I, I can attest to this. 
the learn group community that you have there. I, they are a group of wonderful people and wonderful students. And I had an opportunity to talk with them uh, the last time I was up there over spring break. <laughs> so that was really fun. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, David, it's, uh, I won't ask you like we will, some of our guests, what you're, you know, how do you define hope? Cause we kind of mentioned that already in our intro, but you know, the, the follow-up question to everything has really been, what is your hope built on? And, um, and more importantly, as we talked about before is that, you know, it's really the, the, what we're the focus of this podcast is we all know that somebody's going through something and that something is, can be leading them to a place of hopelessness and is being able to help them find hope in the midst of that hopelessness uh, that right. they're in. Right. Right. And, um, and so again, uh, David, go, go, kind of just talk to us again, you know, what, what is your hope built on? Share with yeah, us. Yeah. Well, uh, I kind of mentioned it a little bit in the intro, but um, having a, a faith background, I would say my hope is anchored in Jesus. However, it's not always like that. Um, you know, when the, when the going gets tough, it seems that I run the opposite direction and fall on the hope of, I, I think a lot of times I fall on the hope of myself. Yeah. I fall on the hope of my wife and not that falling on um, my wife is such um, a problem because she is a, a very much of an anchor to me. Um, but falling on myself, I find that that's an issue because, um, I think I just constantly battle with myself. I battle for, um, you know, to control the situation, to control the outcome. And that's just, that's just who I am. Right. And, um, yeah, so I say, I would say that uh, a lot of times when, when the hard things come, I naturally will find hope in myself versus find hope in Christ. Yeah. Um, but there comes a time where I can recenter and thankfully I have a wife who helps keep me, um, keeps pointing me back to that hope. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say my hope to answer the question, um, uh, my hope is built on Jesus. Okay. Yeah, no. And that's, and I, like you said, we've already kind of shared that before, but I, it's an, uh, one of the things that we didn't really tie together or link together in our intro episode, but is that faith and hope kind of are interlocked, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's when we're talking about it, it's where's your hope lie? Really, you know, a lot of it has to do with where your faith lies and your faith can be in a system. It can be in a process. It can be in people, right? Yeah. It can be in a faith. Uh, uh, it could be in a religious uh, organization or it could be, um, in Christ, like what we've been talking about, but there's, but the reality is, is that we all are, uh, find our hope in, in something. And that something is where we put our faith or trust in. And that's what really is helping us hold on to, um, during that time of struggle. I think of the movie Twister, uh, you know, and, uh, when they were doing the storm chasers and they were going after the, the tornadoes, and then all of a sudden they got to the too close to the tornado that they had to tie on to something. And they found this thing and 
Um, and they knew that it was anchored to the ground very strong and the likelihood of it being lifted by the twister was, you know, was very slim to none. And so they just strapped themselves <laughs> to this thing and they held on for their dear lives. Isn't that sometimes so true about us in these then as we go through the situations and, and unfortunately, if you're not tied onto something that's anchored to the ground, you're going to be taken away in, in, in right. the tornado. Yeah. You know? And so, uh, it, so that really thought about it. So David does talk to me a little bit then about a time in your life where that twister was coming or you saw that twister and, mm-hmm. And you were like going, Hey, I need to, I need to anchor to something. I need to hold on to something. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the, this twister, I really didn't see coming. It just kind of <laughs> happened. <laughs> and I think most twisters, you don't see them coming to tell you, yeah. <laughs> they just happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you almost oh, like four years ago, you had uh, a triple bypass surgery. That was unexpected. Yeah. You had series of a few minor heart attacks and uh you didn't really know or you knew something was up but didn't really say much and <laughs> and um found out that you needed triple bypass surgery and at that time I wasn't really following uh, I knew Christ I I grew up in the church uh and you know I, I had somewhat of a faith that I would say like I didn't doubt my the, a belief in God, I just, I would say that I wasn't, um, pursuing a relationship with him. Right. And, um, so during that time, my hope, this is an example of my hope when, when this happened, when this came up, my hope ended up being in my, my family. Yeah. You know, because that was a tough time. I mean, it, the, the success rate of the surgery for you, you know, they told you you are the poster child for the for the, uh, right. for the surgery. Right. Um, so that was encouraging. Um, and I had some hope in the doctors there, uh, for sure. However, um, I would say that I, I found my hope in, in my family during mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. And you say your family, I, you're not just talking about, you know, your immediate family, meaning your, your mom, your dad, your brother and sisters, you, you had some extended yeah. family as well, right? Yeah. We had family and friends that were there that are like the friends, like family. Um, yeah. yeah, all our extended family there. I mean, you mean a lot to a lot of people, not just me. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, I was able to, to kind of cling to the hope that they had because I, they did have some, had hope in Christ somewhere there that, didn't have, may not have had hope in Christ, but whatever it was, I was, I felt hopeless to the situation. And I didn't, I just found the nearest hope and basically clicked right. on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. And it, in those times, it, it seems tough. I, you know, I think one of the things is that when you and I are talking a lot, that that sense of community is a big deal um, for people. I think not only having a, a firm foundation in something, but it's really being connected to a, a family or friend network or community or tribe or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, because a lot of times we go through things and we just kind of need to be redirected towards something. You know what I mean? 
Um, and did you, and you obviously found that to be true. Oh, absolutely. I think that that's super, uh, I think that that's super important. Sorry. I'm getting my cat off the desk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that, I think that's super important. I think having that community and as I've, as I've gotten older and I found that community is critical to, uh, just who you are as, I mean, even if you're introverted, I, I think that to a point you need some community. Yeah. Um, because I think that there's a different way to thrive as an individual with community. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could be, you know, I, I would say that I'm more of an introvert, but I love being around people, um, you know, when the timing's right, you know, right. right. Um, because there are times where I do feel like I need to, I need some people in my life, um, to kind of help just me be who I am. Yeah. Um, so I would say that community is, is, is critical. And and without that, uh, community of our family during that time, I don't, I don't know what I would have put my hope in, honestly. Hmm. I think I could, I honestly think I could have wallowed in what the, the issue I had and and only look to the worst things that could happen and not focused on the positive. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. And it makes, it makes a lot of sense. You know, uh, David, one of the things, um, as you were talking again, and, and I was thinking of some things in your life that you didn't even profile quite yet, but, um, you know, you just, you've been going through the apprenticeship program. Um, you've had some things in your life where you've, you, you've felt like you've gotten very anxious in things. And so you've, and you've had to battle some of that anxiety. And I think during those anxious moments in our life too, it's creates some instability. And so therefore there's a level of hopelessness as you're going through that anxiousness. Right. And, um, and how have you navigated through that? Share with us a little bit about some of the anxiety and, and, and talk to us about that. Absolutely. Um, I'd say, I, I think I've battled, I guess, uh, would be the right thing to call it battling anxiety for, um, probably like four or five years now. Um, off and on, uh, sometimes it's worse than others. Um, I'm a deep thinker. I think I get into my head a lot. And I think there's a lot of people, I think a lot of people battle through anxiety more than we know. Um, I, I was told that I actually, that I do have anxiety, like from a doctor, I don't take any medication for it. Um, I'm not, uh, for myself, I don't feel like that's necessary, um, for others because I don't feel like it mine's to an extreme. Yeah. And, uh, I guess that during those times, like when I would have anxiety more so when I was, uh, uh, not really, following Christ or pursuing that relationship with Christ, I think that anxiety, um, it, it, I, I felt hopeless, you know, yeah. I didn't feel like I, because I didn't, even if I had somebody there, it wasn't like it was, um, at the time I didn't really have anyone there to kind of walk with me through it or that even understood what right, I was, doing, right. you know, but now I think a lot of times when I, when I do get, anxious. I have, uh, 
you know, I, if I'm, if I'm feeling that way, say there's like pressure going on in my chest or I'm just, my heart's racing and, um, you know, I'm having somewhat of an anxiety attack. You know, sometimes that just deep breathing doesn't really help. I can't control it. I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't sit there and just be like, you know, taking those deep breaths in, it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. It right. really doesn't. That's what people say to do, or, you know, there's other things, other things to do. And, um, you know, I'll just sit there. I sometimes I'll lay on the floor and I'll, I'll just, I'll try to take a couple deep breaths and just kind of relax for a moment and, and I'll be praying and I'm like, God, take this away, but he's not taking it away. And it just doesn't seem to change. Yeah. Nothing seems to change, but you know, he is there. And I think he works in different ways. Right. Yeah. And so I would say that, uh, through my wife, um, being that person who kind of comes and will put her arm around me or just be near me and sit near me. And I, I don't, we don't necessarily baby the situation. I'm not like that um, at all. Um, but with her sitting next to me and just telling me it's going to be okay, or just praying out loud for me, I think that's kind of the way God works. Yeah. You know, and he's there. And he, mm-hmm. so through my wife and through, I think through God, I want to give him credit for that too, because you know, it, he may have not answered it in the way that I may have thought or expected he should have answered it, but he definitely answers it. Yeah. He's yeah. answered it through her. So. Yeah, no, you know, and I think it's so important that what you're saying there, because I think a lot of people, again, going back to the idea of community and, and, and having pe- people that we can uh, go to, because let, the, the sometimes that storm, like the, you know, can seem so big, it can seem so uh, daunting that you just can't grab hold or you even maybe it's the twister that took you and it threw you for a loop. And so it tossed you out and now you're lost and can't get back to that, that point. Right. And so sometimes you need to reach out then to those people that you know, and, and, and that you love and that you trust in your life so that they can help point you back to your groundedness, if you will, or back to your, to your point of hope, because sometimes we need redirection when we get lost. Right. And, uh, and, and, you know, and sometimes our, our body knows it internally and we make all the efforts to get there. But the reality is, is sometimes we just need to find somebody who, again, who we know, who we love and who we trust, and they can actually help us to get back to where we were in terms of our, our foundations and, and going there. Um, and so I think that, like you said, David, uh, you know, so a lot of times, you know, in a marriage, that's the way it should work for couples, right? You should find your, you know, they should be able to help you. You, first of all, you've already got a firm foundation that's yeah. been built in your relationship. And then number two is the relationship strong in and of itself. Um, but if you don't, if you're not married and, and then you don't, and that's not the case, you have your family then who can be there for you, or you have some friends who can be there for you. And so uh, I think one of the things I've always found to be true is your, your friends really show up. You really know who your friends are actually in the midst of a crisis, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so that is the one thing that's always been true to me is your, your, your friends really do show up or don't show up uh, in those times. And yeah. it's important that we really begin to see that and understand that in our own lives. Um, Absolutely. I also, uh, just to add there too, you know, having that person that you can go to and you could talk to and things like that, it's super, super important. Um, however, you know, I, I think I know for myself, 
for me to go and open up and talk to someone, I'm pretty good about opening up. Mm-hmm. However, to go out and seek someone for help is not the easiest thing for me because I think for me in my head, it shows that I'm weak. Yeah. And I want to just encourage people that that's something that I've needed to, I still work on overcoming. Yeah. Um, that it, it's not weakness to, to know like, dude, I can't get through this on my own. You know, you need to, well, first of all, it's acknowledging the situation at hand, right? That right. I need some, someone or something here to help me get through this because right. I cannot do it on my own. I'm not saying it has to be God, I'm not saying that you need community in your life because it is critical to who you are as a human being. I, I truly believe that with all my right. Heart. Right. Um, but don't, don't be afraid. Don't, don't worry about it. And, and hopefully you find somebody and if it's the right person, they're not going to judge you. You're not going to feel that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, don't, don't act like your, you, your stuff don't stink. You know what I mean? Go and, and get and, and seek that, uh, that help or seek that counsel from somebody and find that person in your life. And I, and again, that's why we put our number in the show notes because exactly. Uh, that's what, if you don't have that person now, granted, uh, now granted, we don't, uh, you know, we're not, we don't, may not know each other or we may not like super well, but that's okay. We can get to know each other. And, you know, I, I think about it, you know, if you, if you were to call and things like that, it's not that we want to sit here and yes, we have a faith background and yes, we we have our, our hopes in Jesus. And if that's the hope that you're leaning towards, then absolutely. By all means, that's, that's awesome. But we're not here to shove Jesus down your throat. Yeah. I don't think that's what Jesus did. And I don't think that's what Jesus intended for anybody to do. Why would anybody want a forced relationship? Right. You know what I mean? That, and because I truly believe that that's what we're to have as a, as a relationship with him. And I don't want to do that to anybody. What I want to do is I want to listen. And I want to be there for you because I think Jesus showed love by taking action Mm. in these things. You know, he, he says the Bible tells us that he, he came to serve, not to be served. Right. And, and that's love in and of itself. Right. And so that's what I want to do is I, I want to, I don't want to be served. I want to serve others and I want some, you know, and so if you call, I want to do everything I can to just be a guide and kind of walk alongside you with it just being here to listen. Um, you know, one of the, uh, I, I think of Goodwill hunting and I, and I, I can't quote the movie like verbatim or anything like that, but I, I just love how, um, you know, there's Robin Williams, who's like the, the therapist or whatever. And, you know, he's, he's talking with, uh, it's Matt Damon, right. I believe it's Matt Damon, right. Yeah. Um, and he's just sitting there talking with Matt Damon and how he just, he's a listener. He's just kind of a guide. He's kind of helping this, this kid, this genius kind of, kind of understand more about who he is and kind of dig into his past a little bit and uh, dive into those things. And I'm not saying I'm a therapist by any means. I'm not, I'm not trying to compare us to a therapist no. either. Um, but I want, I, they're an ear to listen. You know, that's all I want to do is we want to listen. So. Yeah. Yeah, no. And I think that's important, David. And I think like David already mentioned is that that's exactly what we're here for. If you're listening to this right now and you're saying, I don't have those people in my life, then we want to be those people for you. 
And uh, we want to be there and we want to make ourselves available to you. And I think that that's a very important thing for you to, as you're listening to this is to know that we are available and we do care and we do love you. Even though we don't know you, we love you and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and we're available for you. Um, so, you know, uh, David, I, one other thing I was thinking about, and I know it wasn't as maybe as a, climactic, if you will, um, in terms of, but it did challenge you in the area of patience and perseverance. Um, I think it was, you know, you met, you met Allie, but in order for you to get to organs, a lot of things had to happen to get there. <laughs> Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so being in a union apprenticeship, I, I mean, there's a lot of steps that, uh, you need to take and you need to do. So first of all, it's hard enough to just get in. Uh, it's also extremely hard to transfer, come to find out, especially when you're an apprentice. Um, and so that took a long time. So here we are, you know, we're ready. We want to, we want to be near each other. Um, we want to get married. We want this and we want that. Um, but there's one thing that needed to happen. I needed to move or she needed to move, but that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> um, and so in that, it just, you know, it was like, oh, I think it's going to be this summer. Well, not going to be this summer. Well, I think it's going to be this time. Well, it didn't happen. Yeah. And that was just something where, you know, at the time, you know, my wife is a believer too. And our hope is in Jesus. Uh, but still, there were times where I was just like, this is never going to happen. Like, when, like, it just felt like it was a constant no, right? One right after the other. This no, it's just gonna keep prolonging that. It's gonna we're gonna keep going, and uh, it just felt like it took forever. But it did. It really pushed us um, to really cling to each other. Uh, <laughs> we cling to Jesus uh, a lot, um, a lot of prayer, and uh, a lot of money spent on flights back and forth. Uh, but it was all worth it. You know what? We learned so much. It was a um, honestly, I don't think our, I mean, our relationship and our, the way that things turned out happened the way it, it happened for a reason, Yeah, um, because we wouldn't be the kind of people we are now. We wouldn't have grown. We wouldn't have learned. We wouldn't have, um, had the relationship we do. I truthfully, I, I mean, and I, I don't know that, but if, if say I did move up and it was that easy that I was like, cool, I'll see you next month. I'll be up there. Yeah. Like, I think if that was the case, it, I don't know if our relationship would necessarily be the same. We were, I mean, yeah, I, I really don't. And it's funny is like when, when you don't see the end inside, or at least you thought you saw the end and every time there was a target, the target would move. Right. And you can, so, and it creates, Oh my gosh, does this mean that this isn't meant to be? Does this mean that we're not, you know, and so you start questioning everything and, all those thoughts go through your head. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking as you're talking about that too, you had another moving target as well. Remember, because you guys scheduled a, a wedding to be had at a certain <laughs> yeah. time. And yeah, then uh, we had this wonderful COVID hit. And, yeah. uh, and so that kind of created a little bit of a, a challenge in the midst of all that too. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean that, uh, yes, it was uh, truthfully, we, we still ended up having a wedding and it was just with our like immediate family. And honestly, I, both of us look back and we don't regret any of that uh, as much as we love all of our extended family. Yeah. Um, 
it just was really cool. It was a very intimate time between the families and um, we loved that. And uh, so to me, the wedding portion, I, I felt more, more bad in that case for my wife because yeah. she had dub- like double plan weddings. We are, had already had one booked and everything was kind of heading towards that. And then we had to cancel that. I think the biggest disappointment for me was we were supposed to go to Costa Rica on a honeymoon and that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but again, that was a time where it was, I mean, it sucked, you know, things come up and, and that's just to say like, you know, the things that I went through, uh, that I've gone through, I, I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily say, that I, I know other people are going through or have been through way worse than what I have gone through, yeah. you know, and I, I'm very thankful for that. Um, but I will say to those um, like that are going through the same thing. It, it, it was a very real situation at the time it was uh, whether that was not moving up here um, in a timely manner that I wanted, or when my dad's heart surgery uh, was happening. I mean, these were things that, they were real to me and they were very serious to me at the time. So I don't want to discount anybody by me saying that, you know, looking back on it now, you know, the odds were really good for my dad or it really wasn't that long of a time yeah, yeah. until I moved up here. Um, but also with that, I think a lot of times too, when it comes to hope, uh, you know, we can always, we might put some expectations in somebody um, again or something or, or God or, or whatever. We put our hope in, in, in those things. And sometimes we have these expectations for results and, and how the results should look. Right. Well, I, I would say that. And I, my encouragement would be like, sometimes it doesn't necessarily happen the way you expect it to happen, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think my encouragement would be, to some don't try not to put expectations on it, but try and also try not to have these blinders uh, fixed on what that expectation is. Be open to what's around. Right. You know, kind of try to see, um, see all the, all the good that's going on around if you can, but that's, that's where community comes in too, because hopefully you have somebody that can help kind of, point you to those little moments of hope that you can cling to or like, Hey, I know that you may have not gotten, um, you know, the results that you wanted on this, but this happened. Yeah. You know? So just because you think everything's not going your way, there is some things going your way and it's, it's important to acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's funny as you're saying all that, uh, one of the things that rings true is that there's uh, one of the quotes is, that people say is hindsight is 2020. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. Which, which says that you, you have greater clarity after you've gone through whatever you've gone through. So, you know, you, you'll let, you can learn from your failures. You can learn from your successes. You can learn from the situation, you know, the, the clarity's really good when I look back, but yeah. when I'm in that moment, sometimes it's not as crystal clear. And that's why, again, it's so important to be, to be grounded, to have a hope in something. And it's so important to be grounded and connected to a community of some sort. And again, to be attached to um, people who can, you can help, that can help you through that time. And once again, 
If you don't have those people, we'd love to be them for you. Yeah, absolutely. So David, do you have any other extra thoughts that you'd like to share before we wrap this one up? Uh, no, uh, outside of, I'm really liking this. It's fun because we, I feel like we're just kind of recording our conversations at this point (laughs) because we talk every day. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of cool because I mean, I don't get to see you all the time. We don't necessarily FaceTime. We talk on the phone all the time, but, uh, I feel like it's like a FaceTime call. You know, we get to just have one of our long conversations and chat about all the things we love to chat about. Yeah, no, it's true. It is. Well, I know that I'm excited um, and I can't wait uh, until our next one we do together. And I'm looking yeah, we're really forward to next time. Yeah. And then I look forward to the guests that are coming. You know, I'm, I'm really getting excited about that. I think that's going to be really cool. Absolutely. I'm really <laughs> excited. I think so. we got some good, there's some really good stories that you're going to hear. Yeah. Um, and uh, just, just people that are, that blow me away, uh, constantly seeing things from them on Facebook or things like that. Yeah. Um, I just, it, I hope it's an encouragement to you. Um, yeah, no, I agree. So, yeah. All right, David. Well, uh, we just want to thank everybody again for joining us for another week of my hope is built on yep. just encourage you to stay hopeful. If you are feeling hopeless, please feel free to reach out. Our phone numbers are available to you in the uh, notes. Um, if you haven't followed us yet, uh, you know, or you like this show yet, well, go ahead, like it, uh, <laughs> share it out to your friends, you know, and, and, and bring some other encouragement to people. If you feel it's encouraging, again, I don't want to just do this to promote something. If I, you know, if you, if you don't think it is encouraging, then by all means, don't, don't share it out. But at the same However, time, however, don't yeah. judge it by the first from our stories. Wait till yeah, you hear exactly. some of the other yeah. stories. Yeah. Wait too. till you hear the others. Yeah. 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 And then also, if you're not one that really listens or you have people who don't really listen to podcasts and things of that nature and like to scroll through YouTube videos, then uh, we have a YouTube channel as well. And we'll keep the, I'll put the uh, website address for the YouTube channel in the notes as well. And so share that yeah. out and, uh, and subscribe there and like it as well. Yeah. And add some comments on there. It helps us out. It lets us know, uh, give us some feedback, um, things that you might want to hear that things that we could do a little bit better. Um, and we appreciate all of that. Just even taking the time to listen. All right. Appreciate you guys. All right, guys. Stay, stay true, stay uh, hopeful and we love you.